Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Slater Crusaders, welcome back to Road to Midterms. This is our Politics by Faith segment. That's the name of our podcast, which is uh, thriving right now. I'm grateful to you for that. Uh, so, so the genesis of the podcast is, uh, there's too much anxiety. I have too much anxiety. Everyone I know has too much anxiety. You can't sleep at night. It's no good. No, 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 not a good way to live. So what we do is we, we take a story, analyze it, break it down, lament the brokenness in it. It's very important. Add some historical perspective, then some biblical truth. The anxiety washes away. You can go to sleep at night, wake up refreshed, ready to take on the fight once again. That's what we do at Politics by Faith. Now, it's a proper podcast, uh, but we do our last segment here as a, as a shorter version of that. Same sort of themes, but a little different presentation. If you're listening on the podcast, thanks for listening. And uh, this is the final segment of our TV show, Road to Midterms. Uh, so you can watch that over there, uh, over here on the, uh, the first TV. So let's get to it. To be a successful country, we need our citizens to have three things. You can think of it as a three-legged stool. Right? We need education, knowledge, wisdom, what do we do with that knowledge? And morals, how do we treat other people? And do we do the right thing? Education, wisdom, morals. That's what we need out of our citizens. Now to be a successful person, you need those things. And to have a successful country, we need those. So as a country, how are we doing? How are we doing on our three-legged stool? We talk a lot on this podcast about wisdom. It's a word people don't even use anymore. Right? <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever hear anyone describe the person as wise? Have you ever heard a politician described as wise? We don't even talk about it. How about morals? <laughs> we talk about morals on this show all the time. Something the progressives today shouldn't even exist at all. Who are you to judge what's right and wrong? Hmm. Those can be a little more difficult, though, I'll grant you. You'd think the easiest of these... The easiest of these to achieve would be education, knowledge. How's that going for us? Here's Dr. Phil on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I said, define basic level for me. And she said, basic level is they can't read a prescription label. They can't read a simple story to their children at bedtime. 130 million. 130 million. So that's can't more read than a, a third of the whole country. Can't read a simple story to their children. That's insane. It's that it's really that many? Yeah. Uh, that's that's this is um, and further to that 32% of fourth graders can't read at even a basic level. And 24% of eighth graders can't read at a basic level. 
and 19% of high school graduates, according to the Department of Education, can't read. Graduates. 130 million Americans can't read at the most basic. Can't read a simple story to their children. A third, a third of the country. Amazing. 19% of high school graduates, graduates can't read. What? You know, schools, they've changed their grading standard in order to pass. When I was in high school, I'm sure it was the same with you, an F was what? What, what was an F? 65, or I guess 65 was passing, so 64 was an F. And then when I was in high school, they lowered the grade to 54. And shockingly, more people passed the big regents test at the end of the year. Oh, education system's working. Look how much smarter kids are. More kids are passing. They celebrate. They literally celebrated and got away with it, even though they just lowered the grade to pass. That was it. Today, it's not 65. It's not 55. And F is 24. So you can pass with a 25, knowing 25% of the information on a test. That's it. That's our standard in America. Knowing that, can you blame someone for thinking that this is like end of an empire bad? Can you blame someone for thinking that this is done on purpose? You make it so people can't read? You know, I, I, I remember growing up, people were like, well, why did the Roman Empire fall? And it was like this unanswerable, first of all, it was inflation. But imagine also people looking back on us like, oh, why did the Ameri American Empire fall? I don't know. Maybe a third of the country can't read, but also can't think. Think about that. If you're not reading properly, you can't think clearly. This is a national emergency. This is an 130 million Americans can't read? That's an outrage. Who knew we needed to have a massive public service campaign to teach one third of the country how to read? If you can't read, most likely you can't think clearly either. This is why follow the science, or I believe in science, was an effective argument. In a literate society where, where people can read and think clearly, that never even would have been tried. Clearly wouldn't have worked. So those are two legs of the stool, education and wisdom. How are we doing there? How are we doing morally? I'll let you judge that. Even if people could read and could follow the science, science doesn't give you a code of morals. Science doesn't tell you to love your neighbor. So those are the three legs, right? Education, knowledge, wisdom, and, and morals. How are we doing? This is very bad. Okay, so let's bring it to the next level. If you have no moral code, if you can't read and you can't think clearly, how's democracy going to go? That's what we have, right? We've got to protect. Democracy means people rule, rule the people. What people? Illiterate and immoral people? Biden gave his big speech about protecting democracy. It's the left's big thing, right? Trump supporters are destroying democracy. January 6th was an attack on democracy. We conservatives want to end democracy. Democracy is under threat. From me? Democracy is under threat from me? Not from me. I can read. Democracy is under threat from an immoral and illiterate nation, or more accurately, excuse me, from people who want to take advantage 
of an illiterate and immoral nation for their own power. That is the greatest threat to democracy. Now, I don't know how cynical you are, but it's way too easy to argue that many people in power not only don't mind our nation's illiteracy, they like it. It's easier to control someone who can't read. It's true, isn't it? You can deny that. And 130 million Americans can't. You know, I was just reading the, uh, I was rereading uh, the story of Josiah Henson, uh, The Road to Dawn. <sighs> Have to read, it's fantastic. Road to Dawn, it's unbelievable. Uh, slave owners did not tell their slaves their birthday. Slaves didn't know their birthday because if you knew the day you were born, you had a sense of self. You had a sense of existence. You had something that was yours. The day I was born, this day is mine. So they made sure slaves had no birthdays. When they sold slaves, they gave them new names. So they didn't really know their name. So family members couldn't find each other, right? So they get separated, then years later, they look for each other, and they're like, oh, my husband's name is James. And the slave owner's like, I don't know a James. Or all the other slaves are like, we don't know any James, because they changed the names. <coughs> so slaves had no birthday. They had no names. And slave owners didn't want their slaves to know how to read, obviously. So slaves had no birthdays, no names, and no knowledge of the outside world. It's pretty evil stuff. Have we gotten much better? Now, maybe you don't want to put any sinister plot on top of this. That's fine. That's great. I don't want to either. But we used to be a literate country. In 1800, 75% of Americans were literate. How about that? In 1800, 75% of Americans were literate. Today, it's 54%. What? 1800. That was before we had public school. And that was before drag queens were reading to children, which we're told is the only way that kids can know how to read and learn how to read, right? How did anyone learn how to read without drag queens in 1776? I don't know. You know, our founders, they kept the Constitution short because they wanted people to be able to read it. That was the point. And it was in cursive. Today, kids can't read cursive. Might as well be in hieroglyphics. So things were easy to understand back then. They made it easy. Actually, by today's standards, it would be impossible to understand. But even by, by, by 1800 standards, people could understand it. Today, it's dumbed down like idiocracy. We have no clue what those founders were talking about. And politicians make everything as complicated and as full of as much legalese as possible, so you have no idea what's going on, even if you are literate. And they love it. They love that trick they play on you. They love having a third of this country not being able to read a menu, and then they pass bills thousands of pages long that no one could read anyway. They're easy to take advantage of you. It's easier to take advantage of you. Romans 16, 18 says, For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. People who can't read and have no moral code and can't think clearly are easily flattered by smooth talk, easily deceived. Let me an example. There's a proposition where I live in California. Uh, and it would allow, a yes would allow sports betting on your phone. So DraftKings, stuff like that, okay? So a yes vote would allow sports betting on your phone. Okay, do you want that or do you not want it? Fine, whatever, you can have whatever stance you want. Do you know what it's called? This proposition is called the California Solutions to Homelessness and Mental Health Support Act. 
a yes would allow you to bet on the Raiders game from your couch. And it's called the California Solutions to Homelessness and Mental Health Support Act. That's called deceit. And I'm sure you have your own examples where you live in your state. Jesus said, Matthew 527, yeah, 527 said, but let your yes be yes and your no be no. We used to be a nation where your word meant something, honest, upfront, full disclosure. Your word was your bond, your name was important. What kind of person are you? Psalm 15, 4 talks about a man who keeps an oath even when it hurts. Oh, I love that line. Keeps an oath even when it hurts, a man of integrity. On the other hand, politics is full of deceit. And of course it is. Politics is a construct of man, of course. Gotta play the game. You're a citizen of one of the greatest countries in the world. The greatest country in the world. Play the game. But don't let it knock any of the legs off of your stool. Have the education to know how to play the game, the wisdom to know when you're being played, and the morality to never lose your way. Know what you're up against. And also always know what you're fighting for. And make no mistake, no matter what happens on Tuesday, God is in control. It's Politics by Faith. Please join us over on the podcast. Subscribe. It's free. Just Google it. Look wherever you uh, download your podcasts. Politics by Faith. Mike Slater. Totally free. Subscribe over there. If you're on the podcast, thanks for being here. And please leave a five-star review. We got to get to 1,000. Thank you for taking time to, uh, to listen to Politics by Faith. Grateful for you. This is Road to Midterms. Spread the word. Thank you.